You're listening to Tabletop Genesis, a podcast by Genesis fans for Genesis fans. Hi there, this is Mike. And this is Tom. And we are here with Tabletop Genesis to talk about the new Peter Gabriel song, I.O., or I slash O, whatever we want to call this. I think I.O. works. Yeah, I think so. The title track of the forthcoming album, which Which has yet to be released, have a release date. (laughs) Exactly. I I do wonder, like, what what this is going to look like when it finally comes out. Will it be kind of, you know... a bigger release with all these different mixes on it. I am curious to see what will happen. And I'm, and I'm still kind of amazed there has been not any real talk about how, what's going to happen or even the timing of this at this point. There, and there's only one more full moon before the tour starts. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So we have the May full moon and then I believe May 18th in Poland, I think it is. Yeah, so we're, it's right. less than a month away now. Right. So are you well, are you going to look at set lists once they get posted? I know you like to try to be spoiler free. What do you, what do you think, Mike? I'm thinking you're going to be spoiler free. But, <laughs> but it is a stretch. It's I mean, until it, the US it is shows, a lot. it's going to yes. be and and we we are active online and stuff. So we'll have to kind of you'll have to maybe kind of put some blinders on. It's going to be tough, but I remember in 2007 the European Genesis show started in summer because yes. it ended in Rome in July. Right. And then we had to wait until September. And I, we were pretty good. I remember Stacey and I, yeah. we saw the first one in Toronto and we were pretty good at set list. Non, no spoilers to the fact that like, even when we were in our seats in Toronto and we could hear people starting to talk about songs, <laughs> we put our hands over our ears, like two little nerds yeah exactly (laughs) i said we've made it this far we can make it five more minutes without spoiler uh so yeah i'm gonna do my best to be gabriel set list spoiler free very good good to know so so listeners out there do not tweet at us or kind of post stuff uh without some sort of spoiler warning about things so at least for tom's sake and for other people who also try (laughs) to approach this with uh with this so so we were a little delayed this month with getting this episode out i I did put this out on twitter tom you were traveling a bit with with family stuff i also sadly had a death in the family my mom passed away earlier in april and we had had some delays with recording last summer because of you know things were moving in that direction she had been diagnosed with dementia and so this was, you know, the sad conclusion of that. And as I've said to people, it was a long and slow decline until it became a fast and steep decline. And she was 79 years old. She had a good life. She had lived on her own for many years and kind of lived life the way that she wanted to. And so while sad, it's also just kind of like for those of us who are, you know, in our early 50s and if our parents are still alive, this is something that we're going to be going through and kind of dealing with in different ways. So, so my main recommendations for you is, you know, take, you know, be, you know, as close to your parents as you can be and help out as you can make sure they have wills and power of attorney and all that type of legal stuff, because it will make your life easier when these type of things happen. And you don't have to kind of think about those type of things. I'm trying to be practical about things. I just said to Tom off mic, I said, one thing I've figured out about myself is that, 
you know, I, I deal with grief about becoming very administrative and tasky. And so, you know, these past couple of weeks have been very administrative and tasky, but also taking the time to, you know, do the emotional things that need to be done. So we actually scattered her ashes yesterday, uh, right where she wanted them to be. And so that was nice to kind of accomplish that. So don't want to bum everybody out out at the start of the <laughs> podcast, but it is, but it is reality. So, you know, and that's, and that's why we've taken a little bit longer than we have with these kind of Peter Gabriel releases to get this kind of all on the books and kind of get it all ready to talk about. But, but that's what we're here for. Right. And, and it was, uh, you know, obviously we're all, we're all thinking of you, Mike, because, uh, last summer, was it last summer or the summer before? It was the summer of 21. Summer of 21, Stacy, Simon, Mike, and I, we, we did the live tweet of no jacket required right in Asbury park at Mike's mom's place. And right. she was very lovely and accommodating and, confused at what we were doing and <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but that that yeah. anyone would be confused at what we were doing it was right. very bizarre like even having to explain it we're like uh but that was <laughs> one of those first times where i was like oh she might be having some memory issues that are not just again i hate to say this but kind of normal senior citizen memory issues um i know that people can have you know different approaches to aging or different things that happen with that but she was confused by what is it like you're doing this on Twitter and what do you do on Twitter with this? But it was even like, like I tell her something and then it was like, she forgot that I had told her at that point. And it was kind of the first kind of real signs of like, Oh, this is something that I, that may be developing that I'll have to kind of, you know, to deal with at times. So, but, and it makes me also think, you know, on a happier subject is that we should do another live tweet at some point. So yes. Those yes. Were fun. We haven't done those recently. I think just because life has been busy and we've been kind of, both of us have been tied up with things. So, but we will, we will figure out something to do because those were always fun, fun to do. Yes. hundred percent. Yeah. So, so thank you to people who put, I put things out on my personal Twitter. I don't, I think I put on the tabletop Twitter that, um, that there had been a death in the family and that Tom was traveling and everything. And so, you know, thank you again for all the expresses of condolence, expressions of condolences, because it is always appreciated. But I will say my mom, not a Genesis fan. So, the, oh. <laughs> so that was, that was something that we did not share, but later in life, she had decided, I think when Bohemian Rhapsody came out that she had always been a queen fan. And I was like, Really? She's like, oh, yeah, back in the 70s and 80s. And I was like, no, that was not the case. <laughs> but she dove into it and she thought Freddie Mercury, Mercury was great. So even when I went over for the Genesis shows, she'd be like, oh, it's too bad Freddie Mercury can't be there over in London. I'm like, well, he has been dead since 1993. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think he'll be showing up. But again, that's, you know, parents for you just, to, you know, wanting wanting their their own worlds to kind of collide in different ways. So. But now I'm just babbling, so we will move on to talking about the Peter Gabriel song, I.O. I'm just a part of everything. I stand on two legs and I learn to sing. It's not what was said and it's not what I heard. I walk with my dog and I whistle with the bird. Stuff coming out, stuff going in I'm just a part of everything Stuff coming out, stuff going in 
just a part of everything So we think we really live apart Cause we got two legs, a brain and a heart We all belong to everything To the octopus suckers and the buzzard's wing To the elephant's trunk and the buzzing bee's sting Stuff coming out, stuff going in I'm just a part of everything I'm just a part of everything What did you think of this track? I'm kind of, you know, all silver lining. It's kind of good that we had a little time between, mm. I don't know, April 6th or 7th when this came out, and now it's uh, a couple weeks later. I think when it first came out, it was a feel-good song, short song. It's just shy of four minutes. And it has a, you know, repeatable chorus that can get stuck in your head. Uh, and I thought... It went by, and I'm like, okay, that's a nice, poppy little tune, but I kind of didn't give it a second thought. In re-listening to it the last few days, and uh, I was telling Mike right before we started recording, I listened to all three versions, the bright side, dark side, and inside mixes. First time we'll be able to talk about these, uh, <laughs> because we usually just jump into whatever the first mix is. I like it a lot more than when I first heard it a few weeks ago. Okay. I think it's really grown on me, especially especially the linear storytelling of him kind of looking back at his life from birth to death mm -hmm. and just all that it encompasses and all that, you know, he, he touches and he gives out and he receives. And I thought that was a really good message that Peter Gabriel at 20 years old wouldn't have had the foresight or the insight to, to, to write these kinds of lyrics, but Peter Gabriel at, I don't know, 72, 73, he's, he has it now. Right. He can be reflective in this way. It's, it's again, you know, this may be why we do a podcast together because my experience mimics yours in a way, except it's, I wasn't able to really listen to it much, you know, over the past couple of weeks and everything for obvious reasons. But this morning when I was listening to it, I think I had listened to it maybe once when the, when the song was first released, and I was like, eh. I was I was very ambivalent about it at the start when when I first heard it, because I thought it, it sounded a bit light. It sounded a bit, right. you know, kind of like, oh, you know, of the four songs that have been released, I was like, oh, this is my least favorite of the four. And and it wasn't there wasn't anything wrong with it. I was just kind of like, eh, yeah, it's there. And I think that I've been looking for more of a a different type of song from Peter. Like this still feels a bit like the last track kind of piano bass that came out, which, you know, my, my brain is not working right now. The title playing for time, playing for time. Yeah. yeah. That, that it's of that same family of songs. And I, and I like playing for time better than this, but even just listening to it this morning before we're recording and listening to both mixes, I was like, Oh, like on the second listen, this song has grown on me already. And, and like you said, the chorus is catchy 
and it does kind of have a good feel to it that I am enjoying more the more I listen to it. So I'm hoping that kind of my my experience will continue to mimic yours that over the last two weeks you've been listening to this more, hearing it, you know, more often so that it keeps kind of getting into your brain in different ways. And I think that that's, I'm just at a very early stage of that right now. So we, you were looking for more of like a, not really like a sledgehammer or a big time, but like something like this, uh, what doesn't sound like a, a pop track that you'd hear on the radio. Like part of me right. thinks it would because it has that catchy chorus, but it's not like a, a rocker. Yeah. And I think that that's kind of what, what I think I'm looking for, like in, in thinking about those songs, like the sledgehammer shot the monkey type of thing. I like in my head, I think of those again, maybe not in subject matter, but they're kind of fun, fun. Yeah. And, and I'm looking for what Peter Gabriel as a 70 year old will do as a fun song. And, and maybe, maybe this is his version of that now. <laughs> so I'm like, that's uh, that's part of it, which is fine. And, and if that is what it is, then that's, I'm, I'm actually okay with that. We've both said like, we don't want a carbon copy of those songs that we've talked about that we've enjoyed but I want something that has that same feel to it. And, and none of those, none of the songs that have been released have that feel to it. And maybe it's just, you know, the past two weeks are, have kind of been, you know, different for me. So I'm like, oh, I want a, you know, fun, bouncy song to kind of, you know, combat certain things. I think that's what, yeah, something that you can stand up at a show and bop around to yeah. and, you know, jump up and down and clap and, yeah, none of the tracks so far have been that. Not that, yeah. you know, every track on the album needs to be that. But right. I think if, let's say, there's 10, 11 tracks, I mean, we've only heard a third of them right now. Right. So it, it leaves two-thirds left to include at least one or two up-tempo, yeah. fun tracks that you can just kind of dance around to. and Right. Something like, I even think of a song like that as like a secret garden. You know, that's like a a track that I really love and hope to hear on the tour coming up. And I won't tell you about it if I see it on a set list, Tom. So we'll keep it. Is, is that his, uh, unreleased track? Secret world. I'm sorry. Secret <laughs> Garden. Um, my brain again, you know, it's, uh, it's been, we, we've been too long from recording. I know. Yes. Have to warm up with this stuff. Or actually just look at, look at song list. Secret garden is, is, is that a song by probably. Yeah. Yes. You're right. So, but secret world. Secret so world. I think we heard everybody yelling at their their <laughs> podcasters as uh, as we were uh, saying this. So thank you all we, for correcting we, us in the moment. Yes, what's me. this we stuff? I was hearing my own <laughs> error reflected back to me. So yeah, secret world, like that type of song that is of an up type of song that is that is you know fun and and again positive and reflective in some ways. And I know he's got it in him to do something yes. like that. And I just want to, maybe that's just what I need in my life right now. <laughs> so, you know, that's uh, that, that type of thing. Maybe I'll go and listen to Secret World after we finish up here and everything. Yeah, the live version, of course. Exactly, of course. So I have to do my spinning dance in the middle of all that, too. <laughs> so now, now, what did you, you've listened to all three of the different mixes. I've listened to the two, the bright side and the dark side mixes. I could say that the differences are pretty minimal. 
Yeah. And uh, I think the dark side has a bit of vocal effect here and there, and maybe some slightly different keyboard sounds here and there, but but they're pretty close to each other. Yeah, overall, there there wasn't... I think there was more difference in some of the earlier tracks that he released okay. between the mixes, uh, whereas this one, they're very subtle, and I think not enough where I could say, oh, I love this one 10 times more than I like that version. But yeah, the, the different the piano effects, the, the instrumental short instrumental bit in the middle. Yes. With like kind of like a horn. Not a horn, but like a kind of a synthy kind of, you know, right. a slinky sound. Like I it's hard to describe, but I, I liked that bit also. Yeah. It was kinda of neat. And I'm hoping maybe it's even longer on the album version or there's a little bit more of it. Not ten minutes or something, but kind of, you know, a little bit exploring but i also did really enjoy that this was a a song under four minutes yeah i was like i liked that as much as i liked peter taking his time with his music i was like this is a nice concise little statement he gets in says what he needs to say and gets out doesn't take any longer than he needs to yeah i know i, I mentioned how the the lyrics sort of told the story such as verse one i'm just a part of everything yep. i stand on two legs and i learn to sing so he's a baby, he's learning to take his steps, he's learning to talk. Then you, when you get to the verse two, where he's, I don't, I don't want to say he's getting political, because this isn't really a political song, like right. maybe the first two that came out. But I do like how it's kind of like a, a tiny, subtle dig at, at people who think that humans are above every other species, right. and you know we're the best because we talk and we think. And, and it, here he's just whittling it down to, you know, we think we really live apart because we got two legs, a brain, and a heart, but we all belong to everything. Mm. And he's talking about, you know, how the octopus suckers, the, the buzzard's wing to the elephant's yeah. trunk. It's like how, you know, yes, we can speak and we have consciousness, but, you know, we share 60% genetic makeup with a banana. So it's right. like, and, <laughs> you know, everything comes from Is that from a something. lyric in there? I missed that somewhere. <laughs> no, no, I just... <laughs> Funny, I happened to just hear that fact last week, and I'm like, oh, that reminds me of this verse that, you know, we're all part of everything, you know? We, yeah. And I think when it gets to the verse four, mm -hmm. the more I heard this, you know, track and this closing verse, it's just nice to hear Peter at this age, he seems very comfortable and very comforted and at peace with his place in the world and the life he's lived because when the panting is over, obviously breathing. Right. And the warmth has run out mm -hmm. of his body. Love will be flowing. I have no doubt with the vehicle in neutral and the ground to be faced. I'll be all laid to rest in my proper place into the roots in the old Oak tree where life can move freely in and out of me. And I feel like I remember an interview where he talked about like being buried like at the roots of a tree or something like that. Like I, I thought I did think that was an interesting little bit of lyric that was stuck in there. And I may be misremembering this interview, but it's it's that it felt like there was a connection there. Where I was like, oh, that almost sounds familiar in a way that he had talked about something like that. And maybe he's been working on this lyric for a long time and it's been in his head. Probably 20 years he's been working on this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like most of these lyrics at this point. Yeah. And I appreciate your dive into the lyrics again with with not having listened to it as, as deeply at this point. It was a bit like, oh, yeah, like I like the 
just the imagery of him out walking his dog or something like that. Like it's, right. it's very much like, Oh, Peter Gabriel living his life, doing his own stuff. And I had said, or I was thinking before that I was kind of hoping it would go a little bit deeper, but maybe it is as deep as it should be at this point, you know, for this type of song. And I did also note down that, that I'm just a part of everything line. I thought that that, that was a good lyrical hook in both kind of the pre-chorus and, and in the chorus proper. But I also find it fascinating that this song, and I just kind of thought about this now, like this is the title track of the album. This is what he mm. is kind of putting out there as saying, you know, yes, this is a collection of songs, but this is the song that kind of represents where I'm at or what this album is all about right now. And so there are those, you know, common themes of connection, I think, that run through a lot of his lyrics. And I think that this is another one of those songs that really brings out that he's looking for that human connection and that music can provide that. And it's a very positive message, which I like that this yeah. is in the end, all the troubles and all the wars and, and all the fighting that people might have with each other. You know, this is we're all connected and we're part of the same yeah. human race, the same all these species on earth, like everything is interconnected and you know, what I do has an effect on someone else. What mm -hmm. those people do have an effect on me and let's kind enjoy like that. A domino effect is what you're describing. Yeah. It sounds like, so. <laughs> Something happens to those people over there. Yeah, right. That affects those people over there. <laughs> these people down here and those people way in the back. And sometimes even Peter Gabriel on stage. So <laughs> it is a very positive message. And I, and I just, the more I listen to the song, the more the lyrics yeah. hit me more than the actual tune and, and, yeah. and, and the melody to the point where then the lyrics became enmeshed with the medley, melody and it was like a, a one piece that I was listening to as opposed to when I first heard it. I'm like just nodding my head to the music yeah. and later on I'm just listening to the lyrics and when the two were able to be connected, then mm -hmm. it really struck me this track. Right. And the, when the input into your brain of the music matched the output of how you were feeling about it. Exactly. We're going, I, to be, I... <laughs> going to be matching this up somehow. So, yeah, I think it's so. And you said you listened to the Atmos mix of it. So that's the surround version, right? Kinda, yeah, I was, <laughs> I was I was going into I listened to it in my movie room, as I call okay. it, which has like a sound bar in front and speakers in the back. And, you know, it did sound a little bit better. The mix, maybe I need to listen okay. to it in headphones. but. Yeah. If you haven't listened to it, I personally, I don't think you're missing anything, but it's just, okay. as I said, the differences between the mixes are very minimal. Yeah. Well, that's, this is the first of these that I'm, that I'm even listening to the second mix that has come out. Like I had not listened to the bright or darts, whatever the opposite mix was of the prior tracks, because I did kind of want to wait until I could listen to it all as one package. And so this is kind of an interesting test where I was like, oh, how is this going to be different? And mm. I'm like, oh, it's really not that different, <laughs> different at all. Again, some yeah. some minor slight instrumentation differences, but nothing that I thought was radically different. And if I didn't know that they were different mixes, it would take a careful listen to realize, oh, the vocal treatment's a little different on this line on one mix than the other type of thing. So, you know, it's it's kind of funny that it's that they that they are so close to each other. If that's not the way that some of these other ones have been, uh, but it does make me curious to listen to the other mixes now. So I'm actually looking forward to that whenever I 
whenever I do sit down and do that. So that's, I think, anything else on this? Anything else you wanted to share on your end of things with this? Or is this all? No, I think this was good. And I'm just looking forward to uh, the next one and and maybe a fun bounce your head up and down kind of track. Yeah, we'll see kind of how it is. It'll probably be a slow piano battle yeah. <laughs> when we're saying that, you know, or some type of with a uh, loud thing. chorus. Yes, I, I know on the on the video for this, the uh, the full new moon video, he talked about. I think it was was it the Soweto Gospel Choir that's on this also. There is a right, yes, and and I really besides maybe a little bit at the end, I would not have guessed that there was a gospel choir on this at the same t- at doing whether it was the the chorus backup vocals like it didn't it didn't jump out at me that way and and i'm not saying that's good or bad i think it's just kind of curious that he used them but it's not super apparent whereas like on a song like sky blue where it was the blind boys of alabama on it they are an integral part of the arrangement i agree when when i had heard him in that video talk about using the 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 gospel choir I expected it to have a, a integral part of the song, yeah. like Sky Blue, and when it when it was over, I kind of forgot that they were even involved because right. I I didn't hear anything that would stand out as oh well, that's a great use of but I don't know probably somebody who's really into music can be like oh well they provided the right. backup when he sings this part of the song and yeah. yeah and I think that like it's knowing that they're there I'm like oh I think it just deepens up the choruses where they're there and there's some some little vocal bits at the end where i'm like oh yeah that sounds like a choir kind of trailing out after his voice but it just wasn't it wasn't in your face and yeah. and maybe that's okay you know i'm not i i think that i'll have to live with the song a little bit more to kind of see how i feel about that aspect of it but but i like hearing i think gospel choirs are kind of cool so it's like it's nice yeah. to hear them incorporated into you know, different styles of music. Now, speaking of different styles of music, the <laughs> and, and speaking of stuff that you need to do after we're done recording. Yes, yes, because uh, there is this has nothing to do with Peter Gabriel other than it being Genesis related. But it's not even from when he was when he was in the band. A cover version of a song from We Can't Dance has been released by the metal band Ghost. And it's a version of Jesus, He Knows Me.
I think this has been out maybe a couple weeks now, and I gave it a listen the other day, and it's pretty close. The, I think the the music is pretty close, and the is pretty close to the original version, just more of a metalish sound to it. Right, a little heavier, you know, crunchier uh, guitar sound, and uh, this Ghost has been a band. If if you don't know them, it's it, they're uh, I, I don't don't know how to describe them, but like. The lead singer, he takes on different personas, okay. I think, for different either albums or different tours. I think okay. one, t- he looks like a version of a pope. The other, he's oh, really? kind of like, okay. a, like a ghoul. And I know nothing about that, really. <laughs> so that's, this is all new. We have a friend, Dan, yeah. our friend Dan, uh, who's a huge Ghost fan. So as soon as I saw that Ghost released a Genesis song, his two worlds are colliding. I'm like, he's the first person I thought <laughs> of. But And they have like a, you know, a whole church kind of theme like okay. a like a mass going to mass all the people a lot of people in the audience are dressed like nuns like hmm. the, the females and it's 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 a thing it's a huge thing if you're right. a ghost fan like you're not like a ghost fan a little bit like you're <laughs> either all in or you don't right. really know that much about them but yeah. their their version seems true to their form yeah and we we're talking before mike hasn't seen the video to this yet but right. they also released a video for their version of jesus he knows me and it's, I I really like the video. It's hardcore. Okay. Like All when right. you take a look at the, compare the videos to the one Genesis did and, you know, it's about the prosper preachers and, and mm. prosperity pe- preachers who are just, you know, kind of raking in the money. Do as I say, don't do as I do. Living the hedonistic lifestyle, but preaching, you know, yeah. don't sin. This kind of takes that to the extreme in the way that mm. Ghost would do that. Okay. Where like this preacher, he's, doing cocaine and drugs and <laughs> and whoring and sure. there are some scenes in this video where i'm like whoa that's <laughs> <laughs> tony <Slow> banks <laughs> tony banks's head would spin if, if this was right. in that video so i definitely recommend the video and and i i like their version of the song it kind of reminds me of uh disturbs land of confusion right the, the sure. way that they did a heavy metal kind of version of that yeah, it's kind of funny how some of these songs kind of fit that world kind of kind of pretty well, you know. Yeah. And it's like it it gives again, you know, Genesis has their own edge to it, but they're they're not a metal band edge, you know. It's like, and they're not they never wanted or tried to be that. And so hearing it, hearing this music that we that we love in different ways, I think is always kind of a fun experiment. And, and when I heard this version, you know, some of me goes like, oh, a metal version of Jesus knows me <laughs> like, oh, OK. But the song itself, I was like, oh, the singer's decent. He's not doing that kind of metal growl that gets kind of parodied here and there. And and it was it was better than I expected it to be. So I was I was pleasantly surprised in a good way about this. And this might be blasphemy, but <laughs> I saw a clip of a recent Mike and the Mechanics show where they do spoiler alert they do a version of jesus he knows me right yeah yeah and i actually prefer ghost's version of it than the mike and the mechanics <laughs> version so don't tell mike that but okay <laughs> well you know mike did say that they kind of felt like that they gave landed confusion a bit more of an edge when they played it live after that disturbed version came out and who knows maybe mike will hear this jesus he knows me and be a little bit you know He'll he'll meddle up his own playing for it at some point. So I'll have to uh, I'll have to seek out the the video or whatever you found for uh, the Mike of the Mechanics show. 
Uh, so yeah, so they're on tour also in in England and yes. maybe Germany a bit right now. So so yeah, there's a whole bunch of touring going on. Steve Hackett later this year over in the U.S. and I think this summer or even right now I think over in uh, Europe he's touring. Right, and he's bringing the uh, the Foxtrot. The Foxtrot at fifty show. tour, yeah. yeah, which which will be Foxtrot at fifty one now coming <laughs> to the U.S. So. For those keeping score. Yes, and and Tom and I will be at the New York City uh, town town hall show. I think it's at there. So, yes, uh, we'll be there with uh, with former guest of the show David Priest will be with us at that show also. So if you're listening to this, and we'll mention this closer to the dates also, but if you're around, who knows? Maybe we'll, if we know what bar we'll meet up at beforehand, we'll let people know if anybody wants to come by and say hi. Because Steve always puts on a good show, and it's always good to meet fans of the podcast and see some listeners and stuff like that so we can do that and maybe we'll do a post-show yeah episode with with david yeah to get yeah. all our takes even on if it. it's just like kind of reporting something on our phones real quick or something in that moment or or more formal over zencaster like like you and i are talking right yes now. so we'll figure this all out well i think that's it for now unless tom did you have anything else you wanted to throw out there in the genesis planet that we're on right now no, just uh, we're looking forward to some more guests, some more album, front to back. Yeah, we have some reviews. stuff in the works. So yeah. we're, we're again, things have been a little bit slower than we thought recently, but we will get things going. Excellent. We'll go from there. All right. Yes. So I, I feel like I t- cut you off there, Tom. I didn't want to keep no. you from talking, but um, but yeah. So, I, need, I need to cut myself off. That's fine. <laughs> Maybe we both do at different yes. times. So. so all right. Well, this is Mike. And this is Tom. And we'll be back next time with more, probably another Peter Gabriel track for the next episode on Tabletop Genesis. I'm just a part of everything. I stand on two legs and I learn to sing. It's not what was said and it's not what I heard. I walk with my dog and I whistle with the bird. Stuff coming out, stuff going in I'm just a part of everything Stuff coming out, stuff going in I'm just a part of everything So we think we really live apart Cause we got two legs, a brain and a heart We all belong to everything To the octopus suckers and the buzzers Elephant's trunk and the buzzing bees thing. Stuff coming out, stuff going in. I'm just a part of everything. I'm just a part of everything.
stuff coming out, the stuff going in. I'm just a Thank you for listening to this episode of Tabletop Genesis. Archived episodes can be found at tabletopgenesis.com, along with updates, polls, and various other podcast-related news. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes to have shows automatically downloaded to your computer when we post new episodes. To keep up with all the Tabletop Genesis activity, follow us on Twitter at Genesis Tabletop. You can like us on Facebook by searching for Tabletop Genesis, and you can email us directly at genesistabletop at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the podcast or send us questions we can address on future episodes. 